You're listening to the Whenever It Kicks podcast with me, Jessie Cave. In today's episode, I talk about my induction, which I have chosen to have and is coming up very soon. I talk about how I have become a bit of a obsessive cleaner, slightly OCD, cleaning everything madly, scrubbing, organizing, trying to get everything sorted. And I talk about my hospital bag and hope. Thank you for listening. I've just written hello down on the page in front of me. I don't know why, but hello. Oh gosh, I'm worried that you can hear Liverpool v Arsenal downstairs. And I'm sorry if you can, and uh, you will hear some wails of pain and delight from Alfie, I'm sure. He is a very loud football watcher. Um, So this is episode 15. And I think this might be the last one before I give birth very soon. Um, so I have some some news, some updates about my pregnancy just quickly. Um, I'm definitely going to be induced. I had a scan and they, oh God, it was terrifying. I thought everything was, you know, I thought it was just a quick. 10 minute routine scan, the growth check thing. And I thought I was going to be told, wow, it's a giant baby now. Don't worry. Keep going to 40 weeks. But it it's definitely continued to grow, but there was some small complications and um I didn't make Alfie come with me to the scan. Not make him, sorry. I didn't I didn't insist that he comes with me to the scan just because I didn't need him there. And there's a nice cafe nearby and I thought it'd be fun to meet up afterwards and I I genuinely thought I'd be in and out and um didn't think it was a big deal but I was in there for ages because there was a problem trying to find the rate the blood flow between my womb and the baby I guess a vital thing basically they they try she the lovely doctor tried to work out and it was probably because the baby was in a weird position, but it took ages to find this. And my heart rate went through the roof and I I started shaking. I, I, I don't think she realized, hopefully, but I um, I just suddenly thought the worst and the extreme and I, I was just horrific. But the, 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 the blood flow was okay in the end. I had to do some moving around and then lie back down and then uh, the baby shifted a little bit and everything was fine. All the measurements are fine. And it's still growing along the, the the smallest percentile chart, which is all fine. And so I thought, okay, but, you know, I'll just do what they said and probably be, you know, go a little bit longer. But no, I'm definitely going to be induced because she was just so nice and she was like, what do you want to do? Um, I'm slightly concerned about the growth and your history and the fact that you've been so sick. So what would you like to do? And I said, well, I'd like to go into labor naturally. That would be nice to do in my life. But I also think that this baby has struggled a little bit because I've struggled and maybe it's better if it just comes out. And she was like, I completely agree. Right. I'll book you in. And I was like, okay. Great. And she she said, um, 
the initial date was in a few days. And I was like, um, I got a couple of things to do. Got to clean the kitchen floor. Um, got to get the sofa clean as well. There's some stains and the baby's not, I don't want the baby to come home to stains on a sofa. Um, uh, Ashley, can we just wait a little bit? And um, we've booked a date. So I'm I'm now only a few days away from that date and I've gone slightly mental. <laughs> well, not mental, sorry. I've just, I've, I, I've, I've, my nesting has really kicked in. I have cleaned quite vigorously everywhere. Um, I've even got some cleaners round to clean these sofas and to clean our bathroom. And I just, I've gone slightly neurotic about how clean everything should be. And it's such a stupid, I don't understand why everyone does this. And it, it is, I know that most pregnant women do it, but I think it's the idea that it's almost like you just want to impress the baby. You want them to have a nice time and be, think that the, the home that they're now going to live in for a while is, is nice. Um, but it's more just the safety thing. I just think, oh, I want it to be pristine. I want it to be new. Like the baby is new. Um, and to be fair, my sofa did need a bit of cleaning just because the kids do, you know, have snacks and stuff on the sofa. And I just thought, okay, but, um, the cleaners, they, yeah, it just, it was weird. I've never had a cleaner before, so I didn't really know what to do, but from the way they kind of spoke to me, I realized that this is something that they like, I think low, they see loads of pregnant women just going slightly mental, needing to clean everything. Um, so yeah, so it's it's a bit stressful already. I only have a few days. I had to suddenly pack my hospital bag because I am having, I think I'm in early labor anyway, to be honest. Like I'm having regular contractions. They're not painful, but they're definitely significant. I've been woken up in the morning for a few days running with them, which is exactly how it kind of started with Margot. Um, so I've been also warned because... 10 came out within 45 minutes that the second I think I'm in labor, I need to go in. And I suddenly realized I've been superstitious about packing a hospital bag even, which is ridiculous. I need to be prepared. And I had this realization. I just suddenly realized I, with regards to my superstition and stuff, whatever happens, I'm going to have to give birth. You know, and I know this is a really morbid thought, but I need to buy pads, you know, whatever the case, I need to be prepared for everything. And I'm involved too. I think so often with pregnancy and with being a mother, you forget about the mother really. And it's so focused on the baby and the new life and the new hope and how that baby is faring in this world. But actually I've lasted nine months of being pregnant and it's a it's about me it's about me on that day as well as this new thing and um I've never really thought about that before it's been so focused on this this new hum human which is which is the right thing to do I think I'm I'm glad that I've done that but I just thought this time I'm going to focus a little bit more on me which I really don't like saying and I don't like sounding like one of those people that says me time. But um, yeah, I'm trying to just be a bit more self-carey about things at the moment, even though it's not in my nature. 
Um, you know, I'm very much a get a grip type girl. So, but this time I thought, okay, whatever happens, I'm going to be giving birth. I'm going to hope for the best, but at the same time, I need to pack stuff so I'm comfortable in the hospital. I know I'm going to be having to stay in whatever the case for a few days. Um, well, I, I assume I am because of the antibiotics, because of strep B. Um, and I also, because of my disastrous kind of, I don't know, just complete um, shock of 10 being in the neonatal unit last time. I'm just assuming this baby's going to go into the neonatal unit. I know how much the baby weighs. I know it's not huge. So I'm just assuming the worst, really, which is really not good, but I just don't want to be hurt. And I, I'm just so excited and so want everything to be okay and just I'm heartbroken at the thought of it not being okay. So I just kind of think I'm doing this to, to save myself, really, and to protect myself. But um, I am trying to be cautious as well with the kids because they keep, they keep counting down the days until the induction and they assume I'm coming back that day. And I've had to say to them, okay, <laughs> remember what happened with 10? So remember I didn't come home for like over a week and I was away for a while and it wasn't what we expected. And Because when 10 was, I, I fully expected with 10 to go in for the induction to come back maybe even that night. I was that, you know, ignorant about how things can go. So this time I'm just kind of trying to brace them for the idea that I might not be coming back for, for a little bit. And it was heartbreaking having this discussion with them a couple of nights ago, I said, because they said something really sweet and I, and I, it wasn't like I wanted to crush them, but I just thought, okay, I can't bear the thought of them being hurt when if and when I don't come back immediately. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to be quite upfront with them um, and treat them as kind of, they're, they're emotionally intelligent kids. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go for it. So when they said this thing, I said, you know that it's obviously going to be amazing when the baby's here and it's really exciting, but there's a chance that Things might not go to plan and I might not be coming back straight away. And we have to just be really grateful that we're in this position and that I've lasted this long in pregnancy and that there's possibly a new brother or sister for you. And it's exciting, but we also have to be prepared that I might not come back straight away and the baby might need some extra help. And, you know, we just have to be prepared for everything and be good and not cry and have tantrums like you are right now. Margot, stop crying, stop having a tantrum. You know, there's like, <laughs> Margot's been very, very naughty recently, by the way. And I don't know whether it's a, whether it's a, um, a symptom of this new era in our lives, maybe about to begin, but she has, wow, she's come out with a few things lately. So we took them to school the other day and just before we were about to leave, she ran up to Alfie and said, daddy, do you remember the other day we were, at, we were, at, we were shopping and you said you would give me that pound back for the trolley. You never gave me that pound back. I want that pound, please. And she said it in a really funny way. She didn't sound actually as brattish as, as I just I just did her. Sorry. Sorry, Margot. Um, but Alfie just was a bit sleepy in the morning. And he just was like, just being funny. And took out a, the only thing in his pocket, which happened to be a tenner. And I didn't see this. I was, I don't know what I was doing. I wasn't looking. And then she went off into school. And um, when we got outside the gate, she, 
Alfie said, I actually, I just gave her a 10 out. I know that was very stupid, but it was just, I didn't know what else to do. It was, I, I, don't, I don't know why I did that. And so I said, oh God, that's, why? Uh, whatever. Later on that day, they come back from school and Alfie said, she doesn't have the tenor anymore. <laughs> so I said to her, what happened? Where's the, where, where, where's that 10 pounds gone, Margot? And she was like, I don't want to talk about it, mummy. I said, you have to tell me, where's, that's a lot of money. Where have you put that 10 pounds? And then Donnie piped up saying, she traded it so she could play the game she wanted. So she's, she's business-minded, which is, which, is, which is good, but she's also not quite understood friendship. You don't have to buy this. You don't have to buy, buy, buy you know, she basically gets really annoyed when people don't want to play the game she's playing because she likes being the leader and bossy. So she, we, yes, there's a few issues here, but she's, and she's just so funny that it's really hard to tell her off. So I'm in a bit of a, in a bit of a, bit of a jam at the moment because really I'm not very good at disciplining. Anyway, the other reactions to this new baby hopefully coming is I've got the baby bouncer. We, we've had it for ages anyway in the bathroom for 10. He stopped using it maybe a couple of months ago or maybe more actually, a few months ago. Um, and I used to put him in the baby bouncer when they were in the bath and he would have his bottle. But that's kind of evolved now so they all have different bath times and shower times it's become much more complicated but I've just kept the baby bouncer in the bathroom and I thought oh as a kind of a and me trying to be more hopeful and positive about you know things I've moved the baby bouncer down to the living room just to in a in a just to subtly kind of hint to the fact that there's a new baby soon um and Tan has taken to just crawling up into it and lying down and it's his baby bouncer and he's not going to let anyone sit in this baby bouncer. And he watched about three episodes of being in the baby bouncer. So sweet. Um, so I think he's definitely realizing something's about to happen. I can't lower him into the cot anymore. So I've just given up on that. And I'm really enjoying the last few nights of just me and him in the bed. Although Margot was in the bed last night. She had a nightmare. Weirdly, I told my mom this morning that she had a nightmare in the middle of the night and I, when I went to the loo and I came back upstairs, she was um, sitting bolt upright and she said, mommy, I just had a nightmare. And apparently I used to do exactly the same thing. I used to sit bolt upright like she does. I just think that's incredible, isn't it? How you can be exactly the same, even though you're different people. But you're, I mean, she's just so similar to me in so many ways. It's weird. I didn't steal tanners though. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I have packed my hospital bag and I did a fun Instagram reel to the, the song of the Lion Kings, Be Prepared, my favorite song of all time. I know that Jeremy Irons has now been canceled and, uh, yeah, there's some issues there with the song, but whatever, it's a good song. Um, so yeah, I packed my hospital bag and I, I didn't obviously, I wrote a list on the caption of what I included, but I obviously didn't include everything in that list, or indeed the real, I've obviously added extra stuff, but the comments were very sweet. They were very like alarmed that I, I wasn't putting an extra long charger in there, or, you know, I hadn't washed the baby grows before I was packing them. Obviously I do that. I, I am taking, don't worry, I'm taking a phone charger. Don't worry, everyone. 
And I and of course I know to wash the the, the baby clothes before you put them in your baby bag. Obviously I know that. I don't know that because my mom told me to do that, but it also just makes sense. I've I've spent basically the last day and a half washing things so fastidiously so that this baby touches like pristine, clean things. If even if a, a face towel or a flannel I'm planning to take um goes touches anything, I I have to rewash it. I it's, it's, I've gone slightly crazy. And tomorrow I'm spending the entire day sorting out areas in the flat that don't need to be sorted out. But I just think this baby needs to know that this flat is organized and I'm an organized mother. So I'm getting, I'm, I'm just, I don't know why it's this instinct that kicks in. Um, the other symptoms, by the way, of my early labor, my, my, my um, own diagnosis of early labor symptoms uh, are backache, increased backache, bloody hell really bad and I think I lost my mucus plug which is a really gross sentence to say sorry but when I said that to Alfie he asked oh where should we go and retrace your steps very good joke very good joke he is a comedian um (laughs) and what other symptoms have I got I've got this like shooting pain in my pelvis like every so often and the head is definitely engaged it's been engaged for a couple of weeks I think and I think we're all ready to go. So I, my prediction, and I will let you know when, you know, I know, <laughs> my prediction is I'm going to go into labor before the induction. So it's exciting, very exciting. The only worry for me personally, and, and sorry if this isn't very relatable, um, is strep B because because of strep B last time with 10, I have to have antibiotics when I go into labor the second I go into labor I have to have antibiotics or the pre-induction I have to have the first dose of anti- antibiotics four hours before at least so I've got at least one or two doses of antibiotics in me before the baby arrives um the problem is if I go into labor naturally and then things go very quickly like they did with 10 I won't have time for that first dose of antibiotics and I seem to be the only one worrying about this. So I have called the hospital and stuff and tried to get through. And, and UCLH are really good. They get back to you really. They, they, they're like, there's always somebody to answer and it's really um, helpful. But yeah, I seem to be the only one worrying about this potential problem. Um, only because my mum spoke to somebody, a friend who's a midwife, who said she's going to have the next baby really quickly because of how quickly she had turned. So you need to be really careful. Um, so I only packed the hospital bag because I suddenly realized, oh, if I go into labor in the middle of the night, I'm going to have the baby probably really quickly. Uh, and I don't have my face cream and I don't have my, my bars that I eat and I don't have my, my humbugs that I like. And the things that matter to me when I'm kind of recovering or when I'm going to be in hospital. I uh, I just thought oh, I want to be comfortable. So I did like a pre-packing bag when I thought I was going to labor a couple of nights ago, which was all stuff that I hadn't managed to kind of rewash 10 times and fold very neatly. It was just more of an emergency hospital bag. But my hospital bag now that I've packed is very good to go. Very clean. Multiples, multiples of everything. Um, 
good variety of snacks, dark chocolate, um, lots of pants, lots of old pants. And this is really embarrassing, really embarrassing, but I'm going to let you know because if you've listened so far to this podcast, you know that I, you know, you know me. Um, so I did a reel of this hospital bag and I, so I bought some new pants from M&S. It was a very lovely morning with 10. I thought I've got to get, because Donnie and Margo need new pants um, for school and just in general, just for day, days, days of just every day they need pants. Um, <laughs> not just on school days, but I realized I haven't bought them new pants since they were four. And now Margo is very much sporting a builder's bum wherever she goes. So I thought, okay, it's time to get them pants. Um, so I thought I'll get some new pants for me as well for when I'm recovering and, uh, bought some huge, huge pants. And I also know that I'm going to be bleeding a lot probably for a long time. So I included some really old pants as well that I bought for last pregnancy that are very gross. Like they're, they're very off color. They're white and they are stained. Now, I'm sorry to be gross, but they're stained with blood because that's what happens when you have a baby. And indeed, when you have a period that you didn't realize was, you know, there yet. And um, I didn't think about it. But when I did the reel, I, I just plonked these old pants down on the table. And <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm thinking I've just displayed my stained pants to the world, like just on Instagram, just in a fun reel to the soundtrack of The Lion King. What am I doing? And I honestly thought about deleting it. And then I thought, no, actually, I'm just going to be upfront as a woman. This is what happens. You need old pants to take to hospital when you're having a baby, okay? You need to take your old pants because they're going to be ruined and they're going to get stained but you need to take the old pants. Obviously, I know you can wear a pad, okay? I know you can wear a pad, but sometimes pads aren't enough, are they? Sometimes you can't get the pad on as quickly as you'd like. I'm very much a pad girl. Um, me and BB on our podcast have spoken about this quite a lot. We're very much a pad family. I can't do tampons, which is bizarre. Like what, I mean, I obviously I've had three children. I should be able to use a tampon, you know? but I just can't. There's just something about me that just can't. So yeah, I'm very much a pad, pad centric gal. Oh my God, I've deviated. I'm so sorry. It's very late. It's a nighttime podcast, which is very exciting. I um, don't have the kids with me. Have I said this? Oh no, I don't think I said this. Yeah. So Alfie's watching Liverpool. Bibi has Donny and Margot and my mum has 10 and it's me and Alfie's last night of uh, coupledom. And so obviously I'm recording a podcast and he's watching Liverpool. We're in separate rooms, but we did just have a nice afternoon and evening together. We went for a very unsatisfactory meal at a restaurant. I waddled there and waddled back. I wanted to get my nails done because again, I thought this new baby coming into the world will want to see some nice foot nails rather than my disgusting, disgusting. You know, I've, I've people, people see my feet and they like recoil. They, they, they're disgusting and it's nothing I can do. I'm very hygienic. I trim the nails. I try very hard, but my feet are truly disgusting. Anyway, so I thought, oh, for a I've never had nails done. I've never had a pedicure ever. In 34 years, I've never had a pedicure. So I thought, finally, it's my fourth child. I'm going to have a fucking pedicure. 
but I didn't manage to fit that in today because I got too sidetracked cleaning. But that's my plan. In the morning, before I get 10, I'm going to just go and get a pedicure and probably, the, you know, have to tip a lot of money. And um, this baby hopefully will see some nice nails. Um, so, yeah, I'm not using my free time. I should be relaxing and sitting down before this baby comes. Everyone keeps saying to rest. And even the doctors have said, like, rest, um, sit, drink loads of water, just rest. But I'm sorry, that's just not possible for me. And to be honest, I I don't really mind if the baby comes earlier because I just I just so want to meet them and have a nice you know, I just wanna I just wanna I just wanna just wanna be able to not waddle for a bit. Um so if movement helps the baby come along a bit quicker, I'm all for it really, which isn't which isn't great. I've also Googled a lot about um, things you can do to bring on labor, which probably isn't wise, but I did this a lot with Margot. I ate so much pineapple. I had so much sex. I just played with my nipples constantly. I did everything they tell you to do. This is what they order you to do. Pineapple, sex, nipples, and what's the other thing? Walking, lots of walking. This time I haven't managed to do as much of that unfortunately. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm just going to quickly tell you about a book that you shouldn't read. It's my forte as a uh, professional telling you what not to read. Um, it's called The School for Good Mothers. The School for Good Mothers or The School of Good Mothers is downstairs. I'm going to finish reading it while Alfie finishes watching the Liverpool game. Anyway, it's harrowing. Don't read it. Don't read it if you're pregnant. Don't read it if you're a mother. Don't read it if you're planning to be a mother. Don't read it. This is another non-recommendation, okay? It's so stressful. It's just terrifying. And it's making contractions like happen. It makes contractions happen. It's that stressful. The other thing I really don't recommend to watch is Peaky Blinders episode three, series six. Jesus fucking Christ. I won't spoil it for you, but it's very stressful. Don't watch that if you want to be one of these calm, zen people who's happy. Do I have any other non-recommendations? No, I don't. Oh, I haven't even told you what's in my hospital bag, but you can watch my reel and you can see my dirty knickers. Sorry about that. But yes, in the meantime, I think this is my last podcast for a little while. If I don't go into labor before I should be induced, I'm going to do a bonus episode of questions from the public. So if you have any specific questions like, you know, dummies, weaning, co-sleeping, Periods. I'm not very equipped to talk about periods. You know that I've only had four in my life. But um, any questions you've got that um, you know, pregnancy, motherhood, female related, you can message me on Instagram. I read them all, or you can comment on the uh, next podcast Instagram I do, and I'm going to try and answer as many questions as possible. Obviously. I am not a good person for any kind of advice, but I thought that might be a fun last pregnancy podcast episode to do. And 
don't worry, I am planning to, well, you, it, no one's worrying. No one's worrying, but I am planning to continue this podcast, hopefully, when there's a new baby here. And maybe, you know, like, we'll just see. We'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. We're going to be open-minded. We're going to be hopeful. And I'm so grateful that you guys have listened to these podcasts and have messaged me. And I feel really touched by some of the messages about, I don't know, I think that the a lot of motherhood and pregnancy podcasts out there are quite, um, I wouldn't say boring, but just quite, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't feel like they're really that honest about certain things. So I'm really glad that some people have found mine to be a bit more uh, honest, dirty knickers and all. And I'm sorry if I've just um, massively dipped in the last couple of minutes of this podcast. I just ate quite a lot of chocolate nut, chocolate Brazil nuts from Hotel Chocolat. Hotel Chocolat isn't as good as it should be, given the name. It's a very fancy name, isn't it? Hotel Chocolat. It's just not good enough. Good, not good enough. Not good enough for me. I'm a chocolate connoisseur. And it's just, I had, but I did have too many chocolate Brazil nuts. Anyway, after our unsatisfactory meal, I might have a second meal. I'm really trying to eat as much as possible in the last week of pregnancy, even though I still don't really have an appetite. I keep telling Alfie I'm a frail little bird, but he keeps laughing whenever I say that because I'm probably eating banana cake as I say that. But um, I thought, while I can, I'm going to eat as much as I can. That That's a shit sentence to end on, isn't it? While I can, I'm going to eat as much as I can. But I thought, you know, get, get, some, get some fat on that baby. That baby needs some fat. Get it on there. That's a nice uh, last message for just life in general, isn't it? Get some fat on there. And I very much appreciate you listening to this podcast and I will hopefully speak to you soon. Bye.